We're back. Another another episode in the top ten. Wow. The Brick House NBA previews. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. You know what we we really want to do, Bob, is reach the top ten of podcasts. We can do it with your help, listeners. Five star review, rate and review. Twitter at BrickHousePod at Hey it's Matt Baker, BrickHousePodcast.com. You can email us through there. Uh, we got the wonderful city of Toronto today. Our Canadian brethren. Yeah. They the North, the number ten team on our on our preview. I hope we got some Canadian jokes. Eh? Couple of couple of roast jokes for the old Canadians. Yeah. They're just such lovable people. How can I know. Well, We'll make fun of them anyways. Okay. Today, we roast the Toronto Raptors. Mm -hmm. I guess we should explain if there are any Canadians listening. The Raptors are an NBA basketball team. (laughs) I don't blame Canadians at all if they don't pay attention to their one basketball team. I get it. The U.S. has over 20 hockey teams, and no one pays attention to them either. (laughs) It's true. If denim from head to toe is called the Canadian tuxedo, what does Canadian casual wear look like? You just pop your arms and head through a garbage bag? <laughs> Dress it up a little. How many times a day do you think Jonas Valanciunas thinks about quitting basketball to be a Bond villain full-time? Nice. Pretty much always, yeah. I, I would. <laughs> it's ironic that Kyle Lowry finally landed a $100 million contract once he took his fitness seriously and stopped daydreaming about how many cheeseburgers a $100 million contract could buy. Toronto is known for the CN Tower, the tallest freestanding structure in the Western Hemisphere. Toronto is also home to another tall thing that does nothing, Jonas Valanciunas. (laughs) Toronto is also a global city, a center for business, finance, arts, culture, and recognized as one of the most multicultural and cosmopolitan cities in the world. But it's a little hard to take all that seriously when you can't beat Cleveland. It's like a double <laughs> double roaster there. Let's tell our listeners about the changes the Raptors made this offseason. They traded Corey Joseph for C.J. Miles. They signed K.J. McDaniels. They drafted... OG and uh, how do you pronounce it? Who OG? cares? We're just gonna call him OG. OG. OG Ananobe and no You try, so I don't have to. OG Ananobe. <laughs> they also signed Gonzaga legend Kyle Wilcher for at least the preseason. They re-signed Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka. They lost PJ Tucker to Houston. They lost Patrick Patterson to OKC. What about the uh, the starting lineup? And now, the starting lineup for your Toronto Raptors! The old $30 million a year man himself, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, they got a lot of rich guys in the starting lineup. They really do. They're going all out on the starting lineup. Before we turned on the recording, you said, you know, this bench doesn't look too exciting. The place I've been getting all these rosters from is Roster Resource, and they do a thing where they have a 2016-17 regular season power ranking. Mm, Now, those mm. are always, you know, debatable. Sure. Nobody Not like the brick house rankings. Yeah, those are <laughs> lock cut, it in, cut in stone. The roster resource power ranking. Nobody on the Raptors bench was a top two hundred player in the NBA. Oh my gosh! Okay. Now I'm not saying that you should have a ton of those because it's the bench, but right. 
a lot of teams will have a sixth man, seventh man. There's no one on their bench older than 25. Okay. Which could be good for the future, but also, who knows? This is also, if you're keeping score at home, this is the second year. This is the fourth year of the two years away from being two years away of Bruno oh, Caboclo. So this is his year. Well, next year might be his okay. year. This <laughs> might years. be his learning year. He's always two years away. This is a starter-heavy lineup. It's Lowry, and he's backed up by, who would you say, Van Fleet and... DeLon, right? Going to hurt him in the long run, I think, because you can't play any of these kids in crunch time minutes at this point, right? One could argue you can't play Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan in playoff crunch time minutes. Yes, that is true. We uh, finished the roast segment earlier, Bob. <laughs> uh, DeRozan is the starting shooting guard. Mm-hmm. The ESPN rankings have, have been coming out, and Kyle Lowry is ranked 17 places higher than DeRozan, which I was pretty surprised by. Yeah, uh, DeRozan does have some amazing footwork that Kevin Durant and, and uh, fellow NBA players all admire and right. talk about. Like you said, C.J. Miles came over. He's probably going to be starting at the uh, small forward spot. Well, that was a good trade because who would they start at the small forward spot if it wasn't for him? And then Serge Ibaka, the starting power forward. And Jonas Valanciunas, the guy who's either a Bond villain or a, uh, a building. Let's talk about the Vegas over-under for the Toronto Raptors. I saw most recently there at 48.5. 48.5 is what I have here. You got them uh, winning 50 games this season? 49 games? I think 48 is pretty So I say under, a, t- a scotch under. I think under as well. Yeah. Although, of course, they will be playing against uh, the Eastern Conference for 52 of those games. Right. Yeah, that one's not uh, not real clear on where you should put your money, but uh, that's Vegas for you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Survivor. Who is going to be the first one voted off, and who is going to win the game of Survivor for the Toronto Raptors? I've got the winner is Serge Serge Ibaka. That's a good bet. He knows how to handle himself. He has all the island intangibles. I okay. Think. He's scrappy. He can swat other players if they're trying to, I don't know, get up to island chicanery. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah first, I buy it. first off is Bruno Caboclo. He's unfortunately he's two years away from being two years away from winning. Got to run that joke back. <laughs> I think OG uh, OG what's his name is gonna win OG. this. I haven't picked a rookie to win Survivor. Yeah. But uh, you know, in the rap world. An OG is one you don't want to mess with. Right. So I imagine that he would apply that same... That that will translate to this game of Survivor. Absolutely. Toronto's got a lot of great things to offer, both uh, Americans and international and people alike. We're going to break it down for you in our segment, Five Stars. Okay. We rank things from Canada and Toronto between one and five stars. I started with the Canadian accent. Mm. It's pretty endearing. I love the Rick Moranis guys who lay the accent on thick, but I also like hearing the words you wouldn't otherwise realize are Canadian, you know, just sort of slip out. Uh-huh. The aboot. Yeah. The processes. Oh, wow, yeah. It seems friendly and proper, <laughs> but not nearly as rigid and stuffy as the British accent. Plus, they say it through better-looking teeth. Five stars. <laughs> I like it. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, I just saw that for the first time recently. Filmed in Toronto. What did oh, you yeah. think? Oh, I thought it was good. I liked that director a lot. Yeah, it was one of my favorite movie theater experiences. Oh, yeah? Cool. Not because the crowd was crazy or not because anything. Just 
it played real well in a movie theater. Uh-huh. And, I, yeah, I like Edgar Wright and all that. I'm giving it five stars. I'm going high on the movie review on Scott Pilgrim. Nice. Yeah. I've ranked the Raptors co-opting of pop culture. Mm, okay. So their, their whole franchise was founded on co-opting pop culture by having a vote on what they should name the team in 1994 when Jurassic yeah. Park was out. It was either that or the Forrest Gumps. Right. <laughs> the, the Lion the, Kings. Yeah, the, the Pulp Fictions. <laughs> 94 great 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 year for movies so yeah they co-opt jurassic park they've co-opted drake into being their ambassador which uh, got them a tampering fine (laughs) they co-opted game of thrones we the north Mm -hmm. i get it you like to work with something that's already popular Mm -hmm. they're they're like the reboot era of basketball i'm surprised they don't have a hockey themed night every night Come out and join the join us with the Raptors, yeah. eh? I don't <laughs> know. It's like good, a Mexican Canadian there. That's a good Canadian. <laughs> hey, hey, Holmes, come check out the hockey, Holmes. <laughs> I do like Game of Thrones references yeah. more than the average NBA fan. So we all do. I, I can respect I can respect that. But no bonus stars for originality. Mm-hmm. So three stars. Anthony Bennett. Oh, from Toronto. R.I.P. In honor of being the number one pick in the draft, Bob. I'm giving him one star. Oh, man. Poor Anthony. Get well, buddy. (laughs) I rank the starters. The starters NBA podcast. Yeah. Those guys are from Toronto, and they're living the NBA podcaster's dream. Mm -hmm. Been listening for longer than I can remember, especially their weekly drop podcast on Fridays. They prove that while athletes can live their dreams of playing in the pros, unathletic fans can go pro talking hoops and cracking jokes. Something to shoot for, Matt. Five stars. Love it. Hockey. Hockey. Got to rate it. Okay. Can't let Canada go by without rating hockey. I do enjoy it. I, I like going to the games. You've been to a hockey game, Bob? Oh, it's great live. It's great live. But I can't give it five stars because I'm an American. <laughs> Four stars. On the next episode of Brick House. League pass, team alert. Oh, no. I mean, oh, yes. The team with the biggest leap up the rankings from last year. Their coach president is getting all of his old players back together on his new team. That worked for Doc Rivers, right? Wait a second. This guy used to work with Doc Rivers, too. Maybe signing all of his old guys isn't the best idea. We'll break it all down on the next episode of Brick House. We'll